episode nine with rj barker i'm your host sean grigsby cosmic dragon because what the fuck is better than space and large fire breathing scaled monsters and if that is your type of thing like it is mine i want you to know about my debut novel smoke eaters coming from angry robot books in march march 1st in the uk march 6th in the u.s and canada it's paperback ebook whatever you want i'll write it on some toilet paper that's kind of disgusting Anyway, check it out. It's about firefighters versus dragons in the near future. The year is 2121. Cole Brannigan is an aging firefighter, about to retire, and then he finds out he is a smoke eater, which is the elite fighting force taking on the dragon menace because dragons have risen from the earth after being in hibernation for so long. Think Reign of Fire meets Backdraft. There's also wraiths, which are ghosts, and robots, and corrupt politicians. It's got everything. Enough about me. Let's jump into our interview with R.J. Barker, talking about his books, Age of Assassins, Blood of Assassins, and the last in the trilogy, King of Assassins. We also talk about chaos magic, England, and some weird, dark country music, if you can believe. I've been admiring your purple shirt. Is it a shirt or a jacket? <laughs> it's a jacket, and I got it in uh in It's a jacket? Seattle. Yeah. I'm quite jealous then. I'd wear that. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, uh, I, I consider myself pretty rock and roll or, you know, heavy metal in the, in the writer game. You know, I wear eyeliner. I, I wear, you know, Iron Maiden and Ronnie James mm. Dio shirts and stuff. But you, man, you like blow me away. You've got the hair I, going I, on and... It's a bit of a lie. I'm oh, really? I'm not quite as metal as I look. I, I don't drink, which no? is a proper letdown to people. Uh, and, and I don't do drugs anymore. I may have done a bit in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, still... I, do, I do look quite metal, but I'm terribly boring, really. I have a mortgage and a child and everything. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's Hey, though, it's... I bet all those... Like Alice Cooper in real life, you know? Alice Cooper plays golf at a I country know, club. It's, a, it's a such a, kind of a, such a letdown. I know. <laughs> Because <laughs> you kind of, he's, and, he, and he's a committed Christian, isn't he? And you think, oh, is he really? Just, yeah, he's, he's quite a. There's quite a few sort of people that I thought of as very metal that, that have gone to like um, Blackie Lawless, who, who I've never thought was particularly yeah, wasp. Yeah, he, he's a he's a born again Christian. No shit. Do the, yeah, he doesn't do half the songs anymore. It's, it's That's, really. Oh my gosh! I mean, I never. I I don't think it was ever confirmed and you could probably correct me if i'm wrong but like people are thinking that wasps stood for we are satan's uh prisoners or something like that i i, I reckon that whatever people said to them they just said yeah it stands for that right but, <laughs> <laughs> yes that's you're exactly yeah. right it's like when somebody finds something in your book and they say oh, oh does it does this mean this and they give you something that sounds really intelligent you just go yes that's exactly I right. yeah and then you compliment them and you're like, you're so smart. You're the only person to, to guess that. Yeah. Yeah. No one else has picked that up. And when is yours out? Because yours is, yours is quite mad, isn't it? Dragons and mecha suits and... Firefight. Mine comes fight. out a week after uh, your next two. Because yours oh, comes gosh. out... Yeah. February 27th, I want to say, is when uh, Blood of Assassins and... Mm. Uh, is it King of Assassins? Blood of one? Assassins, I think, comes out on the 
13th of February. Okay. And then King of Assassins is next August. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm doing the copy edit now. So if it's the end of February, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's been pretty much a, an every six months uh, thing with... with it, this is a trilogy? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, every six months. Uh, yeah, mine comes out uh, in, in the UK uh, March 1st. And then mm. in U.S. and Canada, March sixth. Yeah, it's uh, firefighters versus dragons, and there's wraiths, uh, which are uh, ghosts of uh, dragon victims that that guard the nests of eggs and tear people limb from limb if they get too close. And there's a lot of swear words and uh, <laughs> action. I love basically. And uh, Anna Stevens said this, and I was like, oh, that, that's the the best thing uh, that that I never considered. Uh, was it's science fiction, fantasy, horror, and thriller all in one? And I was like, you're right because yeah. I, I couldn't pick. It's it's one of those things where where you hear about it and you know it's a really good idea because your immediate thought is someone must have done that uh, and they haven't. It just it's just such an obvious thing that right. Uh, and it's brilliant. <laughs> I was and so... not obvious in in a kind of. A, Sort of just the kind of thing that should clearly be done, dragons and firefighters, and yes. nobody has. It's just like oh, you're a genius. I can't believe that no one. Else, I, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I'm the first one. Yeah. You know, and hopefully the only one. I don't know if anybody's going to copy me after this, but uh, the only people. Who, what's that? You'll always be the first. Right. I'll always be the first. But yeah, like Bubble Guppies did an episode where a dragon wore like a fire hat and they rode it around. <laughs> <laughs> the cartoon show but that that's a, i mean you have a son so you, you i don't know if you guys watch that show um or peppa pig but yeah cartoons have done it but nobody's mm. actually written a book about it yeah and you with angry robot as well aren't you? yes I know, angry robot i know penny they're they're british pr girl she's brilliant yeah penny she's i brilliant. just spoke to her uh, this morning her and uh, mike underwood we had a little little uh marketing meeting on on skype yeah yeah she's awesome yeah, i love penny she's yeah, she, she makes me. She can drink everybody under the table, can Penny? Really? Yeah, don't tell her. Well, and, and also she <laughs> levitates people. The last time I saw Penny, um, she was she was very. Uh, this might not be the last time. It's the most memorable time. You can ask her about this. Is um, I was leaving a, a convention, and she was very very drunk and attempting to levitate my friend Lee Harris. Lee Harrison in a chair with two other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, all right, okay, I'm not going to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, Lee. Yeah, uh, Lee was uh, the editor there at Angry Robot for a long time, yeah, and now he's with Tor.com. Yeah, it's a different Lee. Um, it's very confusing. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, he's he's an, an author that um, I suspect in the next year or so we'll hear things from because I've read some some of his stuff and it's very good. But but um, it's, it's a mate of mine. It's like my little secret. Oh, okay. Is, is he? Does he have representation or a publisher yet, or he's, he's still working on that? Yeah, he's got he's got um he's got a, a an agent. He's got my my previous agent. He's with um and and I think his last book, which is called The Bast of Wonderland, and it's very good. Um, almost sold to all the big publishers, and they kind of then at the last minute went, but it is a bit weird. And it is a bit weird, but it's it's fantastic. It's kind of Northern England meets. To, uh, meets Arabia. It, okay, it's very different. I love I love weird stuff though. Yeah, oh, it's worth checking out. Then it's, it's um it was released to a very small press in the end. It's it's definitely worth reading. It's a fantastic book. Awesome. Okay, mm. now let's talk about your books for a second. 
Age of Assassins came out uh, this August. Yep. And now, is this your debut novel, or had you had uh, previous ones published before this? It's my absolute debut novel, um, and, and it was it's kind of kind of weird in that I'd I'd written a science fiction novel before this third got to the point of, of nearly selling i went down to london i got to meet some publishing people but didn't in the end and then i i, I wrote this, this novel and you know you, you hear about people's i've said this in almost every interview because it just amazes me you hear about people saying i finished it and i knew and i i always thought no that's not true that doesn't happen but i finished it and i knew i thought this is the one that's going to sell if anything i'm ever going to do is going to sell it's this one right uh, and thankfully it did fingers crossed and, and this oh age of assassins is, is the one you're you're speaking about yeah yeah okay and how was the process like did you uh, go after an agent first and get representation I, I already had an agent um and then then we we parted ways for very dull um reasons and we're still friends he's lovely um and he put me onto my a few other agents he said try these people and then my current agent ed wilson um was back in touch within a week and and he said he said you're bally well the one for me um, <laughs> he speaks he doesn't quite speak like that but he's quite posh right. and um uh, and I, I said brilliant because because him you know when when the world saw the lines and you think okay that's meant to be right um I, I just bought a stuffed weasel and he had a stuffed weasel on his desk that day that he'd bought somebody else and um we live in you know scott of the antarctic I don't know if he's as big over there as he is over here. No. Uh, famous, uh, famous historical figure, and, and they were going to the South Pole, and they, they messed everything up completely, um, didn't have enough food, and one of them, Captain Oates, very British, said, I'm going outside, and maybe some time, and he wandered out to die, um, so in the hope that they'd have enough food to get to the, the, Arc, the South Pole. They didn't. Or was it the North Pole? It was some pole. They're very similar, I'm sure. And, um, but we live in the... Um, the coach house that belongs to the Oates family. It's my little linked history. And wow. Ed, my yeah, Ed, my agent has a, a big portrait of Captain Oates above his desk. So it kind of felt like, oh, clearly I'm Yeah, the signs. Yeah. And then um, Orbit picked it up quite quickly when they got hold of it. And they're lovely. And I'm really happy there. It's, it's just, it's kind of been, been every inch as great as I thought it would be. That's fantastic. So yeah. you weren't on submission for very long then. No, no, not not very long at all. Which is quite glad about because because I, I find that period where you don't know is quite paralyzing. I right. can't do anything. I think the reason I wrote Age of Assassins so quickly was because I, the science fiction novel was on submission for quite a long time, and I was waiting, and I didn't feel like I could do anything. And then when it came back, it was like being released from a catapult, and I wrote the book in six weeks. So. Uh, and which orbit went oh you could write quickly let's do the rest quickly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they say <laughs> publishing slow yeah yeah, yeah well that might have been a one-off mm-hmm. but um then then I've, i kind of had quite a clear idea of the next two as well so i've been able to just sit and write them and we just got to hope people like them that's insane i i've i've never written a, an entire novel that quickly i mean but it, go ahead no, sorry, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was choking. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of similar to uh, your your situation. What happened to me? Uh, I signed with my agent on a different science fiction novel 
about mm-hmm. motorcycle girl gangs in space. <laughs> it's very pulp grindhouse, like the Warriors yeah. meets Ex- Escape from New York kind of thing. And I'm in. I have. What's that? Mountain play. <laughs> yeah, I put that in the book. And I, when I was speaking with my agent, I said, "So what? What? what you know, wh- when did you know that you wanted to offer me representation?" And he said, "I read that part where you, you said come out and play.'" And he said, "Yeah, this guy knows what he's doing." I was like, "Oh, that's I'm I'm, I'm so glad he got that reference." Um, but that was on submission for. Oh, I mean, technically, it's still on submission because we we never heard back from a few people. <laughs> a few people and uh i it, i'm not going to reveal anything because i don't know but it it may it may be coming out hopefully at some point it may be picked up we don't that, know that, yeah i kind of feel like the thing the science fiction book i wrote was was good enough but not particularly commercial right so it's it's but but i love it and one day hopefully it'll come out uh, again because it was a big exploding spaceship so i do like exploding spaceships quite oh a lot. yes i do too yeah, I kind of uh, ran into the same thing, you know, because that that concept, I I love, but it's then you say fighter fighters versus dragons, and everybody just loses their minds. You're like, well, maybe I should like come up with blank versus blank with every book from now, <laughs> <laughs> from now on. Babies versus cookies, you know, whatever. Um, so, Age of Assassins got picked up by Orbit Books, uh, yeah. who are fantastic uh, and always have the best covers. Now, while I'm thinking about Orbit's covers, uh, I read something online and. You can uh, establish this as fact or fiction, but I read that at least for Blood of Assassins, you posed for the cover. If anybody asks, yes, I did. Orbit <laughs> <I>, um, <laughs> do like to point out that the cover was done by somebody who has never seen me and did not know what the what was going to happen in the book about their briefing, so it can't be me. But it definitely is me. It, it properly it is. Well, if you saw fair. me from both, yeah. I because I yeah. saw it and I said that does look like RJ. Uh, <laughs> I said wow, because I know Orbit likes to do those things where they take uh, photographs of actual live people and then go and Photoshop it up, you know, however they want. Yeah, but it, it they didn't ever come around and take pictures of me. But I, I remain quite confident, really, it is me, despite what they say. I th- okay. I they probably snuck into my house when I was sleeping, <laughs> drug, drugged me, propped me up with some sort of frame, and then took some pictures of me. And then hopefully they were decent, because you don't know what anybody could do anything while you're drugged. But, and, then, and then put it on the book. But it's definitely my flowing locks, without, without a doubt. And, and I have a cunning plan, which is probably going to happen around about the time the book is released. Um, to prove it's me. See, I'm still jealous of your hair because you, you, like we were talking about the metal thing, you got that going on. I've got this Rob Halford thing, or I have to shave my head. But yeah, but that, that's 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 cool now. It's that there's the the sort of shaving head thing. I think that's a really good look because I can't I can't do a beard. Not I, that my wife would let me. Really? <laughs> yeah, she she, th- she thinks it's like having pubic hair on your face. That's oh. her way. <laughs> yeah. See, my wife likes the scruff. She doesn't want a full beard. But yeah. She does like the like you know five o'clock shadow, maybe a little bit further than that. So I could pull that off. But see, with firefighting, yeah. you have to shave because you have to have the seal the mask yeah. around your face. Because you're a real firefighter, aren't you? Yes, that, that's, I'm. I'm that's prof- properly I, impressive. Mm-hmm. Properly yeah. impressive thing to do. I like it. Okay, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, you, know. you see, I it's one of those things that I, I've 
tremendous, huge respect for. I know I would be absolutely useless at because I'm just, I, I, I just like it looks dangerous. I'm not going in there, but <laughs> <laughs> the people who can do it just just astound me. It's just one of those things, you know. If mm. I I don't know, I'm not going to sit here and go, I'm not scared of anything, you know. But at the same time, it's just you, you when you're in that mode your adrenaline's up and you just like mm. this is my job and i have to i have to do this there's no yeah. you know i know what to do let's go do it um then again i've never been in a, a situation where people were trapped in a house thankfully um that may change things a whole bunch and, and really freak you out are you in are you in the u.s yes oh, in my head yes in my head i thought you're in australia for some reason but clearly you're not <laughs> it might be because you're wearing a purple jacket in my head that's kind of an australian type of I'm trying to set that trend here in the States, yes. Yeah, actually, you're, bringing, you're bringing it over from, from Australia where they all wear purple jackets. Yes. I Actually, when I go to the Hugos this year at mm. Worldcon, I'm going to wear the Prince outfit from Purple Rain. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm doing that, it. Oh, you should do. Totally. That would be There's this cosplay website that has it, and it's like it, it's pretty cheap, and it looks just like the original. I'm I'm totally doing it. I'm gonna be you that gonna guy. Do, you can do the wig. Ah, I don't know about the wig. It's it's it's, it's a risk, isn't it? Yeah, it's a risk because then you you take it from like being unique to being you know a caricature. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. So where in where in the US are you? I'm in Arkansas. Oh, that's one of my um, Denver. Is that near you? No, uh, Denver's in Colorado. That's way west of here. Uh, I'm, oh, is it? Yeah, I'm in the, the south, southeast, um, just northeast of Texas. Uh, just... Is Arkansas the, the one that spelled Arkansas? Yes, Arkansas, yeah. That has confused me until <laughs> I was about Because <laughs> I love American crime fiction, and I, I, where is this Arkansas place? I'd ask, ask Americans, <laughs> where, where is Arkansas? And they'd just look at me as if I'd gone mad. Um, yeah, then one, yeah, then one day I found out because because it, it's really weird how things change between our two cultures. Like my my friend went to America and he put gravy on his food, and it's a very different thing in the US to here. Oh like, yeah, yeah, and 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 he was quite upset. Nobody had told him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the South, it's a bit it like heck. Just at the firehouse the other day, we every, they put they made this uh, white gravy, which is flour and and pepper uh that's pretty much all there and butter that's all it is on top of biscuits yeah yeah uh, no is, yeah another and not the cookie kind of biscuits like in the uk but like no. flour fluffy like rolls yeah we'd call them a scone or a scone depending on how posh you are really yeah yeah we'd call that a, a scone okay. and that would generally be a, a sweet thing that you'd serve toasted with butter on it yeah they don't make them too sweet here when they make yeah. it, it's pretty plain, but they do put butter and, and jelly and jam and stuff like that on it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we, and cream, jam and cream is what we serve with over here. Really, but cream? Think, yeah, yeah, and there's huge arguments about whether the jam goes on first or the cream goes on first. If you ever if you ever meet somebody and they're talking about that, just don't get involved because it will end up in a fight. Uh, like it's, politics yeah. and religion, politics, yeah, religion, politics, jam and cream. Yeah, yeah, especially if they're from Devon or Cornwall. This <laughs> now you're Cornwall. in Wall. You're in West Yorkshire, right? Yes. Okay, I'm glad I got that right. I'm, I'm in Leeds, which is, um, I think our only famous band is the Sisters of Mercy, who are from Leeds. 
Okay. I think you were talking uh, about Sisters of Mercy the other day on Twitter. I was, yes. Yeah, I was I was trying to find out what people's favorite Sisters of Mercy because my wife and I were disagreeing. Lindy, she's she's a, a lot more into the sisters than I am. But but I, I, I really like country music. Really? <laughs> you, yeah. You do, you said you do like it? Yeah, I love country music. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was on the Grimdark post- podcast um, with, with um, Rob. Rob uh, and, yeah. And, and oh, I want to say Gary, and his name is not Gary, or Stuart. Sometimes I get a name in my head. It's like our postman is either called Graham or Craig, but whichever one I think he is, it's not that one. <laughs> which, which gets confusing because then if I get it right, I'm immediately thinking, yeah, but that's not actually your name, is it? So I isn't calling him Graham and he, uh, he is Craig or vice versa. I don't know. But um, yeah, um, there's a whole load of bands from Denver that are like country music via the goth bands. Uh, they're just astounding. I kind of discovered this music back and thought, oh, what is this? It's brilliant. I'm not... <laughs> so are you, are you, Sorry. do you like old country uh, or, or the new, more poppy stuff? No, no, I don't like um, any of that. If if you get, if you, when you come off this, look on YouTube for um, Cinder Alley by 16 Horsepower. Cinder Alley by 16 Horsepower. Yeah, and that was kind of my gateway drug, and it's kind of the, somewhere between rock and country, and it's very dark, and I was quite sure they were Satanists when I heard Oh, them. wow. <laughs> and they're not. He, he's, the singers are a full, very, very devout Christian, um, but his way of seeing the world is, is really dark. And then he's gone on to do a band called Woven Hand, which are um, equally amazing. And then there's a, a chap called Jay Munley, who is part of Slim Cessna's Auto Club. And if you can find the um, song, Jay Munley, My Second Salvation Army Choir, might be one of the scariest things I've ever heard. Oh, wow. Very, uh, very not, discordian kind of thing? Or yeah, that- not, not at all what you expect as country music. It's kind of a, from a very dark, folky, weird place, and, and there's yodeling in it. If you'd told 20-year-old me I would like country music with yodeling in it when I was this age, I, I would have just laughed at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do metal. That's what's great about music; it can surprise you. Yeah, um, always. Man, okay. Real quick, back to Age of Assassins because I was wondering. You know, uh, assassins are, are definitely not something new in fantasy literature, uh, and especially with Orbit because they 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 love assassins over there. So I they guess do. my my question to you would be: What is it that separates your books from all the others well i didn't know i'd written an epic fantasy book until my agent told me um i I thought i'd written a crime book because that's what separates them i wanted to write a whodunit in a kind of agatha christie style where at the end you have the whole and this is how it's done where they get all the people together and and um it, there is, of course, lots of magic and sword fighting and violence in it as well. Um, but but I was trying to think if, if we sort of take that historically somewhere between the 5th and the 10th century, um, who would be a good detective? Um, and you have, like, monks, which is a um, cad file, which I don't know if you've read those, they're fantastic, but historical, not fantasy. And I thought, assassins. You could use an assassin as a... Um, a a good detective because they're all about sneaking around 
and the line to catch an assassin using assassin jumped into my head and i thought yeah that that works that kind of game t- gamekeeper poach turn gamekeeper type of idea that creates an, an amount of tension right. already they're doing something they shouldn't be doing and and it's also not very fashionably a uh, coming of age story about this 15 year old boy who has never never been amongst pe- his peer group it, it's completely alien to him he's incredibly skilled and violent if he needs to be um you wouldn't mess with him he'd take you down and uh, the, the plot of the book this, this isn't much of a spoiler it's a bit of a spoiler is he has to pretend he has to fit in amongst a group of squires to look for clues but to do that he has to pretend to be the exact opposite of what he is he has to pretend he has no martial skill um, uh. and uh, everything about him his his personality is stripped away from him so you have, you have the sort of duality that when he's with his master and he's with grown-ups he can be what he is and he's much more confident and then he's taken back to this other position where he doesn't know who he is and he has to find what he thinks and what he believes and and about the world around him and, and it was kind of really a fun thing to do to create sort of inattention in the book and it's carried through into the, the next ones that was a lot of talking wasn't it no no that's wonderful i mean that's that's something really compelling is that at least for me i love reading when a character who you've shown to be really good at something and then to you know accomplish his said task he has to be something completely and he has to hold back what he's good at uh in yeah. order to do that I, I like that kind of stuff um and another thing is is the whole mystery angle. I've always said the thing that makes a good book, no matter what genre, is it has to have an element of mystery. I mean, not the yeah. full-on you know Sherlock Holmes sort of thing, but that's what keeps readers turning pages because you, you keep throwing questions at them and, and, and questions they actually care about getting the answer to. Yeah, what's going to happen? I mean, the, the plot is that somebody's, somebody's trying to kill the heir to the throne. Uh, and they are told they have to find out who or or they're going to get it uh, and that's uh, two of them and it, it's him and his master and it's kind of a parent child relationship um but he doesn't get to see her much she's taken away from him now with blood of assassins which is coming out you said february 13th yeah not, not too long that's like what uh three four weeks yeah i'm yeah, it's it's much harder for a second book to come out than yes. it is for the first. I found. Yeah, I'm much more nervy about this one than I was the first one. So it's really weird. I'm I'm quite confident about the third one, but the, this one because it's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> so how's this one different? What, what's uh, what's changed since Age of Assassins for those who are, are interested? There's there's five years between the books. Um, deliberately, there, there's this big gap where he's he's been away. I'm trying not to give much away for people that haven't heard it. Red Age of Assassins, he's, they've been away um, and they come back. And everyone else he knows has had these five years of growing. Uh, and he's had five years of being a mercenary and hiding. And he's basically the same person that he was when he left, except a bit angrier. And hopefully I built up enough goodwill in the first book for you to like him for the fact that you might spend some of the first part of blood of assassins wanting to give him a, a big slap <laughs> which is, <laughs> is deliberate and, and it's kind of it's built to sort of <clears throat> something to resolve as it goes through the book but but yeah so hopefully people will bear with me for those, the first bit but I'm he's still sure quite funny mm. he's quite funny though so hopefully that well that's always that, that always helps 
<laughs> and you know, you you look at uh, Jorg from uh, Mark Lawrence's stuff. I mean, that's that's a terrible person, but everybody loves him. <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can get. He's not there. There is. Um, I think he's the best thing that I like about Gerton, who's the, the hero of it. Is um, he has a very strong moral center in that he he wants to do the right thing. Um, it's just that he he might get it wrong, right? If he, he's not he's not an unpleasant person. He, he's a basically a, a good person, but he's a bit of a loose cannon who doesn't really think things through sometimes, which can go horribly wrong. And that that's the better way of describing him, I think. Yeah. That sounds very much like uh, my character in Smoke Eaters. Mm. Is, is he older, your character? Yes. Sort of, you know, I was reading about yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's uh, just short of 60 years old. And, that's, uh, that's brilliant for, for a fantasy book. Yeah, and, you know, I, I thought about the mm. whole... The, the reason I went... I don't know if you read Anna Stevens' interview with me, but the... Uh, I did. Okay, so, you know, yeah, I didn't want to... I was like, ah, I don't, I don't want to do the whole, you know, young... Uh, just starting out kind of thing and i was in the middle of my second fire academy and i was like what if you know an old a real old head as we call them in the fire service mm. was here and had to go through all this crap again <laughs> how would they feel <laughs> you know and also old man's war is one of my favorite books and you know that was an older character and i was like you know we i really haven't read anything um with the main character that age since old man's war l- l- let me do this and it just all kind of yeah. kind of fell together. So yeah, it seems to work. There seems to be a real real sort of buzz about it. Oh really? Yeah. So just from what I've not, I've only seen people saying, oh, "I've read this and it's brilliant." That, that's all all I've seen. Good. Through, through my my little bit that I I see. So well, thank you because I really have no idea oh. whether it's <laughs> whether it's, uh, there's any buzz or not. Well, you, you do. I, you don't know about your own stuff, do you? Because you're so close to it. Right. You, you, you can I mean I can usually tell whether something is reasonable but you can't tell how other people are gonna gonna read what what you have put does that make sense right if it's if it's caught their notice and yeah and, yeah not so much that and are they gonna understand what you were trying to say with something I mean I'm a great believer that once you've written a book it's not yours anymore it's kind of it's gone it, it's the yes. readers then and that goes that kind of falls in line with chaos magic which i'll i'll ask you about too because yes. the whole, you know perception and and uh and belief and things and things like that but um yeah. while i'm on it and talking about the whole marketing thing what did you guys do for age of assassins what, what was the marketing plan or did, what, what kind of things did you do to get the word out on this book um i just did whatever orbit asked me to do really i'm not <laughs> you see you you read this thing about sort of the introverted author, and that is not me. Um, so I'm quite happy to to turn up at a conference and, and talk about talk nonsense about something I know nothing about for ten minutes or whatever. Um, or to read, I love to read it. I've been doing quite a lot of readings and podcasts, but um, and I've done quite a few magazines. Um, just lots. Basically, I just don't say no. If somebody's doing something, I'll say yeah, I'll do that. Whatever. So, it, and it seems to have. Seems to be doing reasonably well. I know all a bit happy, so. And that, hey, I'm the same way. I like, like yeah. I told Angry Robot. I said, "Look, I'm not the introverted, shy author guy. I'm, I'm the big, loud, uh, attention-seeking 
self-promoting kind of guy so whatever yeah. you wanted me to do i'm doing it yeah and, and i love it i've loved I, I love people I've, I've loved meeting all these people and i'm kind of i'm kind of a bit i've i've always been considered a bit odd that sounds like you're saying oh you don't have to be crazy to work here but it helps me <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not in that i've always kind of felt like i'm a bit outside looking in and never quite worked out how to fit in with other people um and that's what i liked about goth clubs and, and goths and stuff because they're very accepting they kind of yeah bring bring you weird you don't right. have to be like and i found the same in the fantasy world as well and the science fiction world in, in that the, you can fit straight in there and they don't really care if you're a bit weird it's, it's really lovely it's really kind of welcoming and i like that yeah i like that a lot too and i need that especially because in the, in the fire service it's it's quite the opposite <laughs> I'm the you black. Sh- work the work, you get to work and you go piss off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm known as the weird guy at, at the fire department. Yeah, there, there must be odd people working in the fire service. There like, are. I can't believe, yeah. yeah, I was going to say I can't believe that the, the job that involves running towards fire is it's only normal people. <laughs> you have to be a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, some some are crazier than others. Um, actually, we're all crazy. It's just a different. Everybody's got a different talent. For the for crazy or a different uh, aspect, you know, some people are, are just really big assholes, and nobody wants to hang around them. And then other people like me wear eyeliner and, and write about dragons and lasers and shit. So, I, but also in the American fabric, you get the best helmets. Oh, I love our helmets. Yeah, they go yeah. right back. They're really good. I'm I'm quite jealous of those helmets because I like hats. I kind yes. of quite like one of those one day. I might see if I can find one. They sell them. They're they're quite expensive, but they, they do mm. sell them. Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I might if I ever come over to the US, that that will be on my shopping list. That and a really good pair of cowboy boots, <laughs> <laughs> and a proper Stetson. Yeah. I've always wanted a proper Stetson. I love it. So, so many hat wishes. I Sorry, you know. I- that's so crazy that, and you bring that up, and you were talking about the 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 dark country music, and that's just. <laughs> but that's awesome! It's awesome. I mean, you know, I thought you know, like when I saw you, I was like, oh yeah, he likes Wasp and Iron Maiden, just like me. And then, but this is interesting. I'm gonna look up these uh, these bands that you uh, that you suggest. I'm gonna go back and. and I'll check send them out. some to you via the Twitter. So, so you, yes, thank you. You, you can, but um, yeah, I I was really. I was kind of really hair metal when I was young, and then and I just looked like a girl. I just get chatted up by men. It was brilliant. I'd let them buy me drinks until I needed wee and go stand by the bouncers. Um, <laughs> 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 and then sort of goth stuff. And oh, there was all grunge and everything. And we we did all that, didn't we? And then yeah, but oh, I'm just lost. If you throw me with talk of eyeliner, I'm just like thinking, where where is my eyeliner? <laughs> oh my wife is uh she borrowed mine she's like you've got good taste why i'm taking this i said what no you're not taking my eyeliner what the heck she teases me about it but she you know she likes that she can borrow mine yeah she must like you she wouldn't have married you would she right so, well i kind of yeah. started it when i when i uh first was dating her because um, yeah. i'd always wanted to do it but it just i don't know i just never did and I started. I was like, you know what? I'm screwed. I'm going to try it, and I like it. I like the way when yeah. I, I DJ sometimes, and when I go DJ, hmm. I, I put it on. I think in some ways it's a, it's kind of a, a 
brave a thing to do from what I know of the US, because I might be wrong, but it does seem a bit more conservative than the UK. Like, I, I can walk around covered in makeup with my hair dyed mad colours, and just no one cares. They, right. They don't. Maybe sort of 20 years ago, we used to get chased through town, so it's, UK's culture has changed a lot. <laughs> but <All right. laughs> from, from people I know in America, they're kind of... Actually, if you go to Devon, where my wife is from, they do still just stop and look at you as if you come off a, a flying saucer or something. But <laughs> certain areas of Devon, to Devon listeners, not all of you, I don't know if you But um, <laughs> uh, people I know who sort of have been sort of the the south of the US in places have said, yeah, I, I found myself turning myself down a bit. So I, th- I think it's probably quite a brave thing for you to do, really. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I've always been the type to, to try to break paradigms and uh mm. and i I'm, I'm the guy who like wants to dress up to get attention and like cause a stir i love i love i did i was talking to my agent uh when i interviewed him for this podcast uh, and i did a reading for smoke eaters which um has a lot of curse words throughout <laughs> uh mm. <laughs> a lot of you know pisses and shits and fucks and de- you know the whole myriad the whole the whole thing. And uh, I was invited to this library event. It was a wine tasting for the Arkansas Literary Festival. And there's these very well-to-do older people. And I got up to read my book and started talking about fighting dragons and <laughs> shit, fuck, damn. And <laughs> it opens with uh, uh, the main character, uh, Brannigan, uh, is sitting there out in the ash-covered wasteland taking a, a, a whiz. Because um, he, he's too old and he says, you know, when you get that old, your bladder tends to call the shots. And my wife is there and she told me afterward, I was too busy reading and concentrating on that. But she said the women in the audience were like, oh my. But the men were all like, hey, yeah, this is great. No, they don't care. It's brilliant. But you're right. Uh, America is a little bit more, uh, as far as what I can tell, uh, more puritanical and more, more conservative, as you said, especially in the South. Um, so, yeah. But like I said, I like breaking taboos, which actually brings us to chaos magic. If you don't yeah. mind talking about that with me, I, I don't mind talking about it. Great. Um, um, yeah. You just got. Uh, I saw on Twitter you got uh, your copy of Liber Null and Psychonaut. I did. Yeah, I've I've always been very interested in it, and um, I used to. It's one of those things that I I don't believe in magic, but I do know it works kind of thing does that oh totally yeah um and i'm interested in, in the the doing of it as a way of, of focusing yourself rather than believing i can have an actual effect past the effect i have on me but i have to i've done like meditation and stuff just my own amusement and i had really bizarre experiences doing it enough to frighten me to not do it again for years and years and things like that but really so i thought yeah and i'm I was a huge fan of the band. I don't know if you've heard of Fields of the Nephilim. You actually uh, shared a yeah. video. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that, that, um, that song that I sent you, Psychonaut, is, is all based around numerology and, and built in the studio around um, magic numbers and stuff. And, and their, their singer is very into it, and that fascinated me. So it's, I want to learn about it and, and kind of have seagulls and stuff on my jacket and and things like that. But I'm not what I would call a practitioner of anything. Oh, really? Yeah. Mostly because you always... I used to go to... Um, 
uh, I like Discordianism as well, but I went to a Discordian forum and it was full of people telling me that I was doing it wrong. I was just thinking, that, that, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, see, that that whole thing, though, you bring up is is my, my uh, attitude toward it is, first of all, you can't believe anything Discordians say. Because no. they're discordians, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, also, ca- the whole th- the whole point of chaos magic is if it works, mm. it works. Yeah, yeah, and that that's the idea I like about it that it is a it's a focus for the. Ma- I, I made I drew drew a signal to one day be published uh, a long time ago, burn it in the way you do, uh, and and it happened. Did it happen because I did that, or, or was it going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> was it magical it, forces, to, or did I just focus and 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 and? Yeah. I, I think. And, and in, sorry. Oh, go ahead. And in the end, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's it's like it's like it's akin to writing. In that, it, you see all these articles about how to write, and I don't think that matters. I think no. all that matters is you unlock your way of doing it. Right, uh, and that, that's what matters. And once you've unlocked your way of doing it, you, you can use that. It becomes a, a tool and part of you, and an and energy. That sounds very hippie-ish to say, an energy. But that no, no, I believe the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think a, a lot of it for me, or what appeals to me about it, is especially with the making sigils and, and things like that. Mm. Is to me, it's a way. To and I know Austin Osman Spear uh, talked about this a lot with yeah. the sigils. Is that it, it? It really sends your your desire, your goal into your subconscious, to where mm. you you know, you, you, and it kind of pushes you forward toward it, as opposed to just a a passing fancy. Um, yeah, you, you you turn what you want into a, like a physical thing, and and I think there is a power in that in something manifesting it in the real world, the same yeah. way as uh, as I think. I think creating a book is a, a magical work that that you start off with a blank page and you, you create a, a thing with a feeling and, a, and an emotion that will affect other people and it and it's kind of astounding. I try not to think about it too much because it, it's huge, right? And and it, and that can stop you. But yes, uh, Alan Moore would agree with you. I, I don't know if you've ever listened to him talk about uh, writing and and magic and how the mm. two are you know interlinked and. How someone would say, you know, you'd cast a spell and you know, spelling mm. words and things like that. And it was it was very fascinating. Um, yeah, it's, it's, he's a fascinating man. I've not listened. I've read. I've read a lot of his. I spent a long time avoiding the artists and just reading the art, especially now because you can you can read something and love it and go and find out the artist and be really disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, oh, oh dear. Um, but I kind of. I, I should read more about Alan Moore. And my, my friend, um, Jason Arnup, who's the, had a horror book called Last Days of Jack Sparks, came out. And um, it's being made into a film at the moment. He's writing the script for it, I think. Um, he got to have dinner with Alan Moore. No kidding. Uh, yeah, and he, he just said he's exactly like you imagine he would be, but actually a lot nicer. That's brilliant. I love his accent. Um <laughs> And it's funny. I was listening to a podcast, and they were interviewing uh, our mutual friend Peter McLean. Mm-hmm. He's and lovely. I, and I said, Peter sounds just like Alan Moore. He's good. <laughs> yeah, it's him. Oh, God, he does, doesn't he? Same doesn't he? I, and I yeah, told him that. Same I, I, <laughs> which I don't know. And if the thing is, yes, yeah. Pete, Pete's from London, and Alan Moore's from Birmingham. Right. So they're, 
they, they are accents miles apart, but I can now you've said it, I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really weird. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I told yeah. him that, and I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, what is, uh, and every time I hear Alan Moore in my head, I hear him say Northampton. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which in the States, you know, we would say Northampton, but. Oh, uh, you get so many words wrong over there. Uh, like, we like, do. Yeah, I know. Worcester. Worcester sauce. Oh, see, I say yeah. uh, Worcestershire. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. It's Worcester. Worcester. And the be- yeah, the best, yeah, the best, there's a place called, over here that this killed me when I found, I was, I used to work, everyone's worked in customer services at some point, haven't they? And um, somebody rang up from a place called Towcester, spelled T-O-W-C-E-S-T-E-R. But that said toaster. <laughs> and i just couldn't stop laughing i couldn't do my job for about half an hour just, <laughs> these people live in a toaster um so, so yes but, oh yeah. my goodness I, i'll tell you uh, uh my name is spelled mm. s-e-a-n and i was working mm. at a bank and a woman came in and she kept calling me scene yeah. And she was, you know, real country. And she, you know, thank you, scene. We'll see you later, scene. <laughs> and finally I said, ma'am, hey, you know, it's, I, I don't, I'm not offended by it or anything. But just to let you know, next time you see my, my name is actually Sean. And she looks at me very seriously and says, well, around here we say scene. And walks out. <laughs> and I could, I, who, no, who actually calls somebody scene? That doesn't make any sense at all to me. <laughs> But it's, it's really weird how people people are like oh no, this is what we do though and you're like oh okay oh yeah okay well that's what you do but that's not how I anyway you know it makes you- somebody named Seamus would be in real trouble and people calling him oh, Seamus yeah. yeah and Siobh- Siobhan's yes I don't know you have the, yeah you must have the Irish with the B mm-hmm. that's another I didn't know that and I've got a friend called Siobhan and I still <laughs> mentally I see her name and say oh it's Siobhan no <laughs> Uh, apparently, my last name came from a, a town there in England, uh, Grimsby. Oh yeah! If you don't visit, don't be too sad. If you miss out. <laughs> There's like nothing there, and apparently, it's, like my family was lords of Kent at some point or something. I don't know if I think that's just bullshit that my dad told me. But, but you, the thing is, if if you've got English roots, if you go far back enough, we're we're, we're all lords of something eventually because right. there's just kind of you do the, the gene pool thing but um yeah grimsby's actually a, a it's a fishing town and it, and it's quite it's quite an interesting place to visit i should imagine if you're from the u.s grimsby yeah it's very very northern and last time i visited it was quite provincial and really? they wouldn't yeah they, they wouldn't be pleased with your purple jacket i'm afraid John. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in grimsby uh. lad well, I'm, we're going to Ireland uh, the day your book comes out. Um, ah. February 13th, uh, we'll mm. be over there in, in Ireland. And we're th- the way it it is, is they're giving us a rental car and we're driving all across Ireland, which I Are thought was weird. Northern or southern or... or all both. over. All over. We're going to land yeah. in Dublin and then drive to Cork yeah, and then drive uh, to Kilkenny and then dri- like we're driving everywhere like two have you been th- have you been to the uk before no because you, you'll be because you you're, people say things to you like oh it's a long drive right and as an american you'll just be like no it's two hours 
Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> I was just talking to Penny Reeve about that this morning. Uh, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about doing a joint author uh, signing with another guy whose book comes out the same day as mine. He lives in uh, Missouri, which isn't too far. And I said, oh, okay, well, yeah, we can meet in St. Louis. And that's only five hours away. And she she was laughing because she said the same thing. She said, you know, that's that trips me up when Americans say, oh, it's not that far. It's only five hours. Yeah, Britain, which is like five hours away, right? We need to stay there at least a week <laughs> to, to recover from the drive. <laughs> And then right. come back. It's, it's like Canadians as well. Canadians are just like, oh, yeah, we'll drive all night to go see my pal down the road. Just like, <laughs> Through what? the snow and ice. Yeah, and the mooses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. apparently if you're, if, you have, if you're on a bike and you see a moose, hold the bike up above your head because it'll make you look like a bigger moose. That's what somebody told me. I, don't, I think that's horrible advice because what if the moose is, you know, thinks he can take you and then you're in trouble? It's- yeah, because I'm pretty sure any moose could take me. But I do know that advice works for ostriches. Really? Yeah, it's, you don't hold a bike above you. You you sort of you make a pretend bird head with your hand and hold it up in the air. And if you're <laughs> taller than the ostrich, they, they won't mess about with you. But it's a risk. Because if you're if shorter, you're not, yeah, then, then you're you're like pecking pecking time. Uh oh, better yeah. better start running. Yeah, I'm reasonably tall and I usually wear heels, so I reckon I'm, I'm safe from ostriches. There you go. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take on a moose. That's a good reason to wear heels. It's just, what if you run into an ostrich one day? It's, you never it's really know. Good. And, and, no, and they're comfy as well. Cuban heels, generally, which I'm a big fan of the, the Cuban heel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you could rock some Cubans. Who was that? I think you could rock some Cuban heels. You think so? Definitely. Yeah, some Cuban heel pixie boots. So I'll Jeffrey check West. that out. Yeah, look at Jeffrey West's. Jeffrey uh, West. Pointy. Oh, Jeffrey West. I know. Jer- I'm on a, the Chaos Magic uh, Facebook page uh, group, and they talk about him a lot. <laughs> His boots. That's what I when, when when I got my um my advance, the first bit of my advance. That's what the first thing we did was we went to Jeffrey West's, and there was um. A Michelin starred TV chef in there, and and my wife and and they were just sort of yes let's let's spend three hundred pounds on a pair of shoes and I was like yes I've arrived now. <laughs> I I do rock a uh, red leather and leopard print uh, high top. So, so, oh oh that's that's like a, a trainer to us, isn't it? A high top. Is yes it, yes it kind of like, like a baseball like, boot. It's it's like a it's the sneaker or uh, trainers. As yeah. You call them. yeah i'll send you a picture yeah. they're awesome yeah do I, I like leopard print I don't, I don't wear much leopard print anymore it go, so. I, don't, I don't i didn't think i could pull it off but people and i walk around seattle uh when i visited mm. there in uh august and uh i was walking around and people were like hey i love your shoes are you from california i said how what <laughs> how did where did you get that from i mean you know what am i gonna say i'm from arkansas <laughs> I'm from the the sticks, which I haven't always uh, been from here. I'm, I'm I grew up in Memphis. Um, yeah, which I I, I was going to mention to you is that uh, one of my books. It's an urban fantasy. It takes place in Memphis, and my mm. my main character's name is R.J. Oh, that is a really good name. And he plays uh, guitar for the devil to steal souls. It's a very and I get, it's 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 derived from Robert Johnson. Yeah, yeah. It's, you see, I, I used to play bass guitar, but. I don't think the devil would have ever had me on <laughs> he his <wouldn't> side. <laughs> 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 Even if you give me a soul, you're never going to be that good, man. 
I played in bands for years before I realized I was absolutely terrible. So, well, yeah. you know what they say. Uh, yeah. How do you get to Carnegie Hall practice? How do you steal souls for the devil? It's the same, same answer, practice. Yeah, I, I did. I was just, I'm just not musical. I loved it. I had a great time. But I was a terrible musician, but I had good hair. That's, <laughs> that's 90% of it, RJ. You just have to it have was, good hair. Yeah. What was I was going to... Oh, yeah, RJ. That is, that is what people call me. Because sometimes people say, oh, what's your real name? But that, that is my real name as far as the world is concerned. Now, it's, it's short for a longer name. But, right. But that's what you go by, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it has no dots in it. People are always putting dots in it. The German... I've just got the German copies of um, Age of Assassins. Yeah, I saw that. And they're, they're, look, they're really nice books to hold. They're really sort of chunky. But they, <laughs> they haven't got my name wrong on them. It's R.J. Oh, come on. Uh, that, uh, I, I bet that drives you nuts. It's people with, like when they forget the second yeah. G in my name. It just drives me crazy. Yeah. It, sorry? Oh, I was saying when people forget the second G mm. in my last name. And they say Grisby. Yeah. It, it drives me absolutely bonkers. I can't stand it. Yeah, you see, I, I think that's a Viking name. So it's definitely probably from around Grimsby. That yeah. Grigsby. I would, yeah, because there's, there's a lot of places like like that around that area with, with sort of that sort. It wouldn't shock me if there was a place called Grigsby in the UK, a village, probably up in the Vale of York. In fact, while we're speaking, I'm going to look for it. Lost medieval village in the area called Greby or Gersby. Um, and it's from the old Norse of Akin Grietbaya, the farm of Grit, which is where it's where it's come from. Um, uh, it's a Lincolnshire background, which is the, oh, I'm afraid that makes you, I'm from Yorkshire, that makes you the enemy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about, I didn't know Yorkshire and Link- Lincolnshire didn't like each other. Yeah, well, well Yorkshire and Lancashire, uh, uh, sort of the War of the Roses. Um, oh, which, yeah. There, there is. A, it, it's, it's now a pretend rivalry that we all joke about. But yeah, it, it's still. <laughs> we don't forget in the north. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, uh, listen. Uh, let's wrap things up because I know you've got to uh, get on and take care of your little boy and things like that. Um, time. What before we go? What is some advice? that you would give to an up-and-coming writer? Either something that you've always held, something you learned, or something you wish was told to you. The best advice that's ever been given to me is um, what works is what works for you. Uh, uh, and that was sort of the the thing that allowed me to go, all right, I'm not going to read about writing. I'm just going to write uh, and find a way of, of doing it. Uh, and I think that's great because before you'd, you'd I kind of I'd start writing something and I'd read something and I'd say, oh, you, you you can't write unless you have a picture of a goat on your desk. And I'd be like, oh, God, I've got a funny picture of a goat now. And then uh, I'd spend <laughs> six weeks looking for a picture, the right picture of a goat, my desk. So then I could write and then find that it didn't help at all. But, but it, really what I just need to do is sit and write. And I think that's a really good thing to learn is it, it doesn't matter what other people say, steal the bits that work for you, but but don't be precious about anything. No one knows how to write. Is 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 what I've discovered. They they just do it and they find their own way of doing it. But but the actual knowing it's a mystery. Just do it. Just do, do it. it and don't and don't quit. 
Yes, don't quit. Yeah, that's that's the best advice, really. If you keep doing it and keep getting better, you, you will make it eventually. Persistence. We talk yeah. about that a lot on this podcast. That's that's a bit. That's like my number one uh, yeah. trait that I like to talk about. And and a thing that that um, I think is useful is you, you're going to get rejected, and people are going to say no to you, and people are not going to like it. Um, try not try to see that as a challenge rather than as something negative. But the word no is is isn't so much simply saying you're not good enough it's somebody saying right come on impress me right and i think that's quite quite good for me because i i'm so good oh you're not good enough right i will get good enough then right it's more of a challenge yeah yeah don't 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 let things become negative i'm not a very negative person i'm quite happy disgustingly so my wife says possibly mentally ill (laughs) <laughs> my wife says the same thing she's yeah, she's, <laughs> it's not natural to be that happy she, oh i've that's so insane rj because yeah. seriously my wife said those words exactly to me oh you'll have to verbatim up, yeah but it leads is only a six hour drive from ireland oh just yeah pop over yeah just pop over we do might you, do that you, uh, we don't and to get to visit all my antlers totally so you you would be quite there's loads of them and have you come across adrian tchaikovsky i've seen him uh around i, I may be friends with him on facebook but but i have seen his books he's quite brilliant um children of time is, is the last one i read and it's, it's superb he lives in Leeds. it's quite I was, I was once i was surprised by how many writers live it live around here because in my head they all live in london but right. it's not actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know um, John Horner Jacobs. Uh, a lot of his stuff's in the UK. He, he's, he was uh, printed by Galantz. Uh, mm. The Incorruptibles. Uh, anyway, uh, he's like the only other science fiction or fantasy author around he, uh, here in this city. Yeah, I think... I think I know. I think he, he said. I think we've got a quote from him on the back of Age of Assassins, and I've said thank you to him on Twitter. But I don't think I've seen him about very much to kind of talk to oh, okay um, yeah he's a great I've guy nothing, yeah i've heard nothing but good things about him i only hear good things about people as i said sort of obsessively happy <laughs> right focus on the good block out the negative yeah yeah rj it has been an absolute pleasure having you on cosmic it, dragon it has been lovely Sean. it's lovely to meet you and, and i will i will tweet you lots of music later on and you'll be sat there going oh my god Covered in country, what's happening? <laughs> Fantastic, and we want to let everybody know again: Age of Assassins is out now. Blood of Assassins yeah. is coming out February thirteenth, and then the third in the trilogy comes out in August. Yeah. And the name of that one was King of Assassins. King of Assassins. Fantastic. Yeah, which he, he does not become a king. It's a bit misleading, but <laughs> but it's, it's it's a metaphorical title. <laughs> well, that works too. Yeah. Right. It's been lovely, Sean. <laughs>